Haunted Haulers Podcast, a place where your hosts, Wendy and April, discuss the creepy things that lurk in the misty shadows of the Appalachian Hills. I am, as always, the mysterious voice in the walls. Hey everybody, I'm Wendy. And I'm April. Bardstown, Kentucky was once named the most beautiful small town in America. Located in Nelson County, Kentucky, it serves as the first stop on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail and is known for its many distilleries and all things related to bourbon. It hosts the Kentucky Bourbon Festival each year in September and is also home to the Oscar Getz Museum of Whiskey History. Bardstown is full of rich Appalachian history with over 200 buildings in the town listed on the National Register of Historic Places. And as we have discovered, most places rich in history and culture are often also rich in hauntings and paranormal activity. Bardstown is no exception. Today's tale will explore the history and hauntings of the historical Talbert Tavern, which was built in 1779 and has been referred to as the oldest Western stagecoach stop in America. The tavern housed many a historical figure, many of whom the six guest rooms on the second floor are named after today, including Daniel Boone, Abraham Lincoln, Andrew Jackson, Henry Harrison, General George Rogers Clark, General George Patton, John James Audubon, King Louis-Philippe, Jesse James, Stephen Collins Foster, Henry Clay, and several others. At the time of the tavern's construction, Kentucky was still a part of Virginia, and the inn was a popular place for travelers to stop as they made their journey westward. While many visitors stayed for a night or two and moved on, several notable, notable visitors spent an extended time at the inn. Artist John James Audubon is rumored to have lived in the inn for several years, during which he paid his rent by gifting several pieces of artwork to the owner. Additionally, King Louis-Philippe and his two brothers supposedly spent a fair amount of time at the inn during his exile, in which one of them was believed to have painted murals on all the walls of the room. These murals were damaged in a fire that took place in 1998 and have not been restored. However, you can still see the bullet holes in one of them where Jesse James was said to have shot at an apparition he saw after retiring to his room for the night. The inn is certainly no stranger to heartbreak. As the story goes, George and Ann Talbot purchased the inn in 1886, and by 1889, six of their children had lost their lives on the premises. One daughter supposedly fell down a, a flight of stairs to her death, while another hanged herself because she was heartbroken over a lover. Additionally, there are stories of eight-year-old twin boys who perished from dysentery while at the inn. It is unclear whether these were Talbot children as well or not. There are some well-known apparitions that guests report seeing in the inn. One is believed to be Anne Talbot and is often referred to as the Lady in White due to the fact that she is seen wearing a white dress. Guests have reported seeing her walking around and some have even said they have awoken to see her floating above them. If the Lady in White is Anne Talbot, she's not the only member of the Talbot family to have made the tavern her permanent home. A porcelain doll belonging to the Talbot daughter who met her fate at the bottom of the stairwell sits on a shelf in the general's guest room. This doll has often been linked to paranormal activity. Although there is a sign next to it imploring guests not to touch it, sometimes the doll can be found in places where it was not placed by human hands. The manager of the inn reports that he was stranded there during a bad snowstorm one winter and decided to stay in the general's room rather than risk driving home. He said that the doll staring at him unnerved him, so he turned it to face the opposite wall of the bed. When he awakened the next morning, the doll was sitting on the foot of his bed staring in his direction. 
Additional reports of people who stay in the general's room say they sometimes felt as though a small child climbed into bed next to them at night, and there have also been reports of staff seeing the apparition of a little girl running around in the kitchen area. Could this be the restless spirit of a playful little girl whose life was tragically cut short? The final, most well-known apparition is said to be that of a man that many believe is Jesse James himself. A staff member reported seeing a man walking away from the area where the safe was located and disappearing into the Jesse James room. The staff member followed the man into the room and was greeted by a man in a long trench coat typical of the sort worn in the late 19th century. The man threw back his head and laughed a sinister laugh and then disappeared. A few days later, the staff member was watching a TV show about famous outlaws and was shocked to see a photo of Jesse James. They realized it was the same face of the man who had laughed at them and disappeared earlier in the week. In addition to apparitions, people have often reported seeing orbs, sometimes glowing with various colored lights, having items be misplaced and moved about, seeing furniture spinning or rocking of its own accord. There are two chandeliers hanging in a room that often have activity. It is supposed that when both of them are swinging, that it's the twins causing mischief, as they like to pull pranks in pairs by rocking two rocking chairs, for example. However, sometimes only one chandelier spins, and that is thought to be Mrs. Talbot letting people know she is around. Other notable disturbances include doorknobs rattling when there is no one on the other side, doors and cabinets opening and closing by themselves, cold spots in rooms, and disembodied voices and footsteps running down the halls. Whether you believe the ghost stories or not, the Old Talbot Tavern is an important piece of historical significance. It would be well worth the trip to check it out and investigate some of the hauntings for yourself. now it's time for the breakdown okay so like you said in the closing of the story this place has a lot of rich history and i would go there just to encounter that history because there's some pretty cool things to see there are a lot of cool things to see in bardstown kentucky so it's definitely worth the trip just for those reasons alone yes and i would definitely stay in this inn just to see the things that are in this inn like um, the bullet holes. Yeah. You can still see the bullet holes. Apparently, um, in 1998, there was a fire. There was a fire in 1998 that destroyed the roof and a lot of the upstairs rooms. Now, the upstairs rooms are, are where these six, like, suites are named, mm -hmm. and they're located upstairs. And so they were damaged. Now, they've been restored, but the murals themselves, I don't believe, have been restored like if you look at pictures there's very clear damage so the murals are not super visible mm -hmm. anymore from the pictures that i saw and i'll post a couple of those on our instagram but it's got the bullet holes on there yeah one of the things that survived were the bullet holes so i got questions about a little okay. bit okay <laughs> Okay, so here's my questions about that. And you know me, I'm not usually the super skeptical no, one. No, you're not. That's my job. But these murals were not uncovered until 1927. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if they had been, like, walled over before that or painted over. And then I don't, I don't know. How, somehow they were uncovered and discovered in 1927, mm -hmm. according to what I read. So if they were discovered in 1927, how can they know... 
first of all, who put them there? And second of all, how can they know that Jesse James is the one who put those bullet holes in the wall because they didn't even know about the murals till 1927? Right. Okay. All you of- could just look at the hole and know. You could <laughs> like you could... You, any rational person would look at that and be like, that's a Jesse James bullet <laughs> hole right there. That's- I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does not. But um, my guess is probably this is a story that's passed mm-hmm. down, passed down over time. And we know what happens with stories that are passed down over yeah. time. Well, now, the, the interesting thing is, is there is some documentation and there's also some um, controversy about whether King Louis-Philippe actually like it was accepted that he stayed there, mm-hmm. but so in addition to painting these murals on the wall, he, his brother, whoever, um, also apparently he gifted a bunch of artwork to a cathedral in Bardstown. Wow! And there's all, now see there's all of this controversy about did he actually do that, mm-hmm. or are they just saying that's where these paintings came from? Right. Um, I actually read a Time article that talked about how they did not think that the time period matched up. They didn't think that, and, the, and apparently these are like hang up really high in the cathedral to the point that you can't closely inspect oh. them. So there was some questions about that. Um, I just thought that was kind of interesting that there's like, you know, maybe maybe there's a little embellishing on the story there just right. to make it more interesting. Could be. It's a possibility. Um, my first thought, wallpaper. If mm-hmm. wallpaper's invented at this time, I'm going to go with wallpaper because everybody wants to wallpaper everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say somebody looked at that and said, but here's some beautiful mur- murals. That's okay. Wallpaper's in. Let's throw some, <laughs> let's throw some blue ducks over it. That is a like good that. possibility. So probably when they took the wallpaper down, maybe they unveiled the murals. That's a good possibility. Um, and again, how do you trace it back to who put them up there? Right. Um uh, stories, I guess, word of mouth. Maybe. Uh, supposedly, the murals are of a French garden, and King Louis Philippe was a French king. So maybe okay. that's where they're getting that he's the one, or his brothers might have been the one who painted it there. It's I don't know. Making sense. It's possibility. Um, do I believe Jesse James put bullet holes in a wall? Judging from the history I've read on him. Yes, I believe he would be one to shoot up some walls. Mm-hmm. And from what I've read, um, he did have, I believe, a cousin that lived in Bardstown. He did. Um, and it's funny because, like, his cousin apparently became the sheriff at some oh. point. So, and was well-respected in the town. But he did have a cousin that lived there, and he did visit there and did stay at the inn. Um, and the story goes that he had drank quite a bit at the tavern. Mm-hmm had retired to bed for the night. And there's two different stories. One says he saw something moving in the murals, and that's why he shot at the wall. The other story says he saw an apparition, Mm -hmm. and that's why he shot at the apparition, and it just happened to go through the wall. So that whole story's making sense to me. (laughs) Now, here's what doesn't make sense to me. Jesse James was killed in, like, Missouri, I believe. Mm -hmm. Why is he haunting the inn in Bardstown? If oh, that is truly his apparition. It was the best sleep of his life. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just had, it was a wonderful night's sleep. And, you know, you don't forget that. Because, you know, he was probably sleeping on the ground a lot. And that is true. Um, more memories, bourbon, Kentucky has that bourbon. That is true. I mean, come on, you know. There are a lot of good reasons to, you know, spend the afterlife in Kentucky, I suppose. I mean, if I was going to spend my, if I had to pick a state to spend my afterlife in, it's probably going to be Kentucky. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of nice things. That is true. So, yeah, I'm not even a big fan of Jesse James, but once I heard there were bullet holes in the wall that he put there, I'm like, 
I want to go stay at this inn. Right. And so it's a good advertising thing. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a little story for you. So last week, my child's at a wrestling competition. That he, he, they, the team got to go to state. Um, and state was in Bardstown. And my mom says, we're going to stay in an inn. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, let's stay at an inn. Uh, turns out it was going to be this inn. Ah. Yes, I could have done some live haunted haulers investigation to see what I could see, uh, spend the night in a haunted inn. But, it, alas, it was not meant to be. My dad chickened out. <laughs> um, he's like, I'm not staying in a haunted inn. So instead, we had to stay at a brand new, newly built hotel, and that's where we spent our, our weekend. Was, Bummer. Uh, yes. But we will be going back and spending the night in this hotel. Mm-hmm. To see what we can see. Yeah. So the interesting thing is that, um, so the general's room, which I think is interesting, it has like two queen beds in it. They're really mm-hmm. kind of ornate, pretty looking. I'll, I'll post those on the Instagram too. So the interesting thing about that is, you know, that's the room where the doll is. Yeah. And dolls are creepy anyway. Porcelain dolls are creepy. I'm not about the porcelain dolls. Now, no. when I was a little kid, my mom used to give me those all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing. And I have a lot of them, like, stored away in a chest somewhere because I don't look at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, dolls are creepy. But a moving doll that winds up on the foot of your bed at night staring at you just because you turned it around, that's a little creepy, too. Yeah, so um, in the general's room, and, and this would be my problem if I stayed there. I don't know which room I would want to stay in. Mm-hmm. I would have to keep going back to stay in all the rooms. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I want to stay in here for this. And I want to stay in here mm-hmm. for that. There's a Washington Irving room. Mm. Um, yes, one of my favorite authors. Mm-hmm. So I would have to go stay in all of them. Of course. But in the general room, uh, apparently there's a sign on the doll that says, do not touch. Yeah. And uh, one of the, the, the man who was telling the stories said, he didn't want the doll staring at him, which I can completely understand. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's another little story, in case you don't, you all out there in haunted Hollerland don't think I'm crazy enough. (laughs) Um, My mom, too, would buy me a porcelain doll every year for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask for it. (laughs) But she would buy me one every year, one that looked like me. Every night before I went to bed, I would turn those dolls around so Mm -hmm. they weren't looking at me. (laughs) Well... So the next day I would wake up and turn them back around so she would know I wasn't crazy. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. Yeah. So apparently he turned this doll around and I don't know if it upset someone or I don't know. And the doll ended up in the bed. That's not something I can explain. Because mm. I can't imagine that the staff is going to go into your room at night and do something like right. that. Because that's, you know, that's an invasion of privacy and that I, I don't true. see anyone doing that. So I cannot explain how the doll moved from the shelf to the bed. Mm-hmm. That that one's, that one's a new one for me. I don't yeah. know. I don't know about that either. But let's talk about when you sleep in the general's room and a little kid crawls in bed beside you. Yeah, let's you. talk about that one. Uh, nope. No, thank you. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> well, we were mothers, so we're used to little kids crawling into bed beside yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, but person. our kids are pretty much grown. <laughs> we are past that stage in life. But, you know, someone Ghostly children. Kid, ghostly Mm-mm. children, I don't think I can handle. No, thank you. I don't think I can handle. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, orbs. Orbs, you know. I'm iffy on orbs. I don't know how I feel about those. So that's not something. One account was a Union soldier um, dragging himself down the hall. And I thought that was interesting. And I... 
I looked for the footage because supposedly, because, you know, Discovery Channel yes. does a lot of this, you know, let's go investigate haunted places stuff. Right. And a lot of times they, they video it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to see this because it was like, oh, we found an example of this. And um, they talked about how they thought it was a Union shol- soldier who had lost the bottom half of his mm-hmm. legs dragging himself down the hallway. And that's creepy in and of itself. But I was, I couldn't find it. So mm-hmm. if this exists, why is that not out there exactly. that you can see it? I was hoping he was going to be drunk. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, that's one of those things. I would have to see it for myself. Mm-hmm. Another account, a couple, um, they were upset. And I think they might have left the hotel because mm-hmm. the woman in white, and there's a lot about the woman in white. <clears throat> yeah. And this is one account from her. Um, apparently she was, well, the woman in white, was that Mrs. Talbot? Mm-hmm, supposedly. Okay. Um, and they called her a woman in white because she wore the white dress that looked like it was from the 1800s. Right. Time well, I period. guess a couple were getting ready for bed, and they were laying in bed, and apparently they saw suspended over top of them mm-hmm. was a woman staring at them <laughs> over top of their bed. I think I'd leave too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how, how I feel about that. That's another one. I would have to experience it for myself. Right. Um, well, one thing that I think is really interesting about all of these rooms upstairs is that each room has its own little notebook and they yes. encourage guests to like write down stories or like feedback mm-hmm. or whatever. And a lot of them are like, oh, hey, had a great sleep. Good night. Thanks all again. But a lot of them are stories of this crazy thing happened and that creepy thing cool. happened. I like that. I think that's kind of neat because then you can read it. But then that be led, excuse me, that leads us to the question, do the people read those things and then go to bed uh, and get like, oh, okay, this is in my head now, and it, you know. So Predisposed. Yeah. Did that notebook say something about the woman in white, mm-hmm. and then maybe they went to lay down, and, okay, that makes perfect sense. So that was, I mean, that was a thought that I had. Um, there are accounts of furniture moving, um, the chandeliers moving, saying that it looked like they were kind of, mm-hmm. um, almost like they were on a ship, kind of. Um Something I think is interesting is the workers there say they look at the chandeliers, and if one's moving, they know it's Mrs. Talbot. Mm-hmm. And two, they know it's the twins because the twins do things in twos. Yeah, because they talked about how there's three rocking chairs up there, mm-hmm. and sometimes the ones on each end will rock by themselves. Just kind of an interesting thing, and they think that's the twins being mischievous. So that one is a little harder to explain. Mm-hmm. Um I think I'd have to see that one for myself, too, because, like, there was video of the chandelier swinging, but, I mean, unless I saw it not swing and then suddenly right. start swinging, because, I mean, and you could fake that pretty easily. Right. And, you know, like, furniture moving and stuff, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think a lot of this, I don't, I'm a debunker. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that I would have to experience for myself, look at it, see it firsthand, mm-hmm. and that, that's exactly what I want to do. I definitely want to go mm-hmm. check this place out and stay in it. Yeah. And I'm really bummed that I didn't get to last weekend. Yeah. But that's okay. I can <laughs> barely sense the bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm not angry. Um, so I, I think, and this kind of puts me in mind of the, the Blennerhasset Hotel that we covered, mm-hmm. um, because it's the same kind of thing. You have a lot of similar themes, like little kids, twins, you know, there were twins in that story too. Um, and you think about, okay, so that's that's an easy to believe, you know, thing that, oh, well, you know, we know infant mortality was high right. and little kids didn't always make it to adulthood. And so, yeah, that's a very good possibility. Uh, but, you know, it, it leads to the question how much of it is tourism based. Because, right. you know, I couldn't find any 
like newspaper clippings about like for example the Talbot's daughter who committed suicide couldn't mm-hmm. find anything about that and I realized you know time period's different stuff like that older stuff is harder to find mm-hmm. but I feel like there should be a record somewhere one would think at least a death record yeah and I just I didn't have any luck finding that mm-hmm. and it the whole thing at least parts of it feel very the shining mm-hmm. you know you're at an inn um you have the twins where you have the twins in the movie i mean it's very how much of it is real how much of it is based on hollywood fiction i don't know yeah. i don't know I, like i said we'll have to experience it for ourselves yeah i smell a road trip <laughs> definitely a road trip in our future let's go <laughs> but if any of you have had any experiences with this we would love to hear your stories if you've stayed in this inn we would love to know your thoughts. Yeah. What do you think's going on here? Is this all to drum up tourism? Or is there something more to the story? Hey, listeners, if you guys follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you may have already seen the reveal of our new Haunted Haulers podcast logo, which was created for us by Jared Adams Design Studio, and we are super pumped about this design. Um, You'll be seeing that on our covers of our podcast from here on out. And we're thinking about doing a run of t-shirts. If any of you would like to have some Haunted Haulers merch, maybe some stickers, let us know what you think about that. If you'd be interested, we'll probably do some kind of a pre-order or something like that in the future. And then you can share your love of our podcast with everybody. You can contact us on Facebook and Instagram at Haunted Haulers. You can also send us an email at hauntedhaulers at gmail.com. And we also have a webpage, www.hauntedhaulers.com. Until next time, listeners, beware of things lurking in the shadows.